0: Hello, welcome to the Metapod of Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. It's the final episode. It's the. Well, no, not the final episode. No. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. Oh, oh, Sean. I, we,
1: that I was, was a, giving the dramatic pause. That was not a dramatic pause. That was a pregnant pause, as we say in the theater world. Well, I thought you were in marketing. I was in the theater world. This is. I have a whole set of lives before marketing and
0: Pokemon. I know you did like hula hoops. Was it hula hoops
1: and fire spinning? Yeah,
0: yeah. You can find that on Sean. Or did didn't no. you private those actually? Uh, I private it, but
1: I, I've got there's there's other channels that exist with some videos. Yeah, but
0: Google that. That'll be that will something to do.
1: Before that, I was in uh, the theater world. I went to
0: I went to college for theater, so that was a pregnant pause, as we say. Uh well, I my sister pregnant and just a couple weeks ago popped out twins so i guess that i guess that correlates <laughs> yeah i mean the idea is that like
1: you know you're a pregnant pause is a pause that takes so long that you can get pregnant and have a baby in
0: between <laughs> look sean i i love you but i can't record this for nine months okay <laughs> uh-huh we got a lot of stuff that we want to talk about today including some weird news some interesting stuff and then your classic uh between christmas and new year's topics as well long as as long as a big of ev- as well as whoo as long Good and as well golly, as batman as long as well wait what <laughs> anyways we got a lot of stuff to talk about sean do you want to kick it off with the weekly five-star review
1: yeah i will say it's going to be weekly for this week and next week unless more people write reviews. So we will give you a prompt at the end of the episode, but, but we, we need your reviews to continue having this be weekly. Um, yes,
0: we're running it. we're running out of reviews. We had a hot start. We came out of the gates running, but we're, uh, we're running low on steam.
1: Yeah. appreciate uh,
0: everybody that's been listening now,
1: this review, I don't actually know this human's name, but it's TK eight, eight, two thousand TK. that is. Two, okay. So Jake knows who this is. Uh, the, the review is great discussions, question mark. Uh, no, exclamation point. Man, the English language is hard. Amazing podcast. Great discussion revolving around the revolving meta. I love that they use the phrase there of the PTCG. I love their personalities and they bounce off each other effortlessly. Uh, I hate to let you down this week.
0: <laughs> now that we what do got mean?
1: <laughs> the pregnant pause stuff. Now that we got expanded bands, I hope to hear more expanded talk. Hot tip, Mad Party absolutely slaps and expanded right now. Oh, so that is a future request for us to actually dive a little bit deeper into expanded. And you know what, Jake? I think that I think might be something. we definitely will
0: in 2021 because there's been a lot more expanded events as of late, um, especially this upcoming week. So like here in about 24 hours, we have three different expanded events we're recording this on sunday by the way uh, i've got some business to do on monday so sean and i decided to record a day early still coming out on tuesday though um the atlas vivid voltage mini 9 the underground sunday expanded one and then the the crow Crollo 72 hour expanded number one those are all those are all going to be happening here so we'll have a lot of expanded stuff usually it's like usually it's like one per week now we're getting three Three, four.
1: I mean, expanded. Sweet? Expanded is so hot right now. Honestly, I think the the bands to expand it have done wonders for it. And the fact that standard is just, I mean, I'm not I'm just gonna say it. It's not that it's yes, bad. It it's sucks. just stale. It's just very stale right now. Um, so I think a lot of people are digging expanded.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a reason we haven't really talked too much about like hardcore results as of late. Um, it's because it's just not. Not super great, but TK, thank you so much for writing that review. I'll see you in uh, Twitch chat. Hopefully, one of our Twitch community members over at Atrocious Gameplay. Leave a review if you like. So, jake Very cool stuff. What
1: did you get for Christmas? Did you get anything Pokemon related for Christmas this year?
0: I did get some stuff that is Pokemon related. I got a couple things. Um, I got a cereal box, Pokemon cereal box, because I love. Well, actually, that was my gift to myself for Christmas now that I think about it. So I got I got a Pokemon cereal box because I wanted to keep one sealed. Is that the new Um, Pokemon cereal
1: box or the original?
0: The new the new. No, no, the original was from years and years ago and would cost way more money than I probably have willing to spend as of right now. So but I got one of those boxes. My brother got me packs he got me some. He found some vivid voltage packs. Oh, some of those three blister ones, and um, he got me eight packs total. And so what I did was I was like, Josh, we should do like we should do like some fun little pack battles here, you know, not not content related, just like me and him just opening packs together, and because it's it's more fun to open packs with other people, in my opinion, than just by yourself on a um, video. He pulled. Or I should say what I pulled. I pulled a Talonflame V. I keep all the cards, by the way. I I pulled a Talonflame V. Okay, cool. Out of, you know, like three, four packs. Sure. Normal hit rate, right? Yeah. Every three or four packs.
1: My Good brother part.
0: pulls a gold telescopic sight. Oh, my God. And then he also pulled a Full Art Sonya from a Rebel Clash pack. Uh, he bought one of those, like, pin sets the double pins it was a burning shadows and a rebel clash with an espion okay. pin because i don't have the espion pin yet and uh he got a full Artsonia as well and uh i quickly realized because i didn't expect to get cards for christmas um i had no sleeves oh no that's the uh
1: the great fear of like i'm opening some pokemon cards and oh no i don't have sleeves
0: no no oh, no. no oh god oh god <laughs> and uh, so what i did is i i got one of the packs that i opened pretty cleanly And I got all the energy cards and I put the telescopic sight and the Sonia together. And then I put a couple energy cards in front of them and then a couple energy cards behind them and basically like resealed the pack with tape and whatnot. So it's almost like a sleeve. I'm not like super anal about keeping it like PSA perfect 10. Yeah, but but still, I don't want it to get like destroyed. You know, it's not pretty, but it'll work. Yeah, and then my uh, my friend Kyle, he brought me, he brought me a gift. I did not expect him to give me a gift, but he got me a full art Nessa. Oh, that's awesome! I know because I, I didn't pull one.
1: I was gonna say that that's the card I think from Vivid Voltage. That's like the one card. If you could like, if if you could only give me one card from the whole set, that would be the one for you.
0: It, I mean. I want all of the full art supporters because that's just me. I I need them all, but definitely Nessa being on that list is super nice. But you know what's funny, Sean? Yes. Two days earlier, on TCG Player, I ordered a full art Nessa, <laughs> <laughs> so I can I got back today from my parents, uh... which is only like it's only like an hour away. It's not that far and um but i came home to another nessa so now i have two and i love them both (laughs) equally and one will be sent to psa whichever the better one is i haven't taken a good analysis of it but that's
1: nice you have um, one to send away and one to keep keep close on yeah because my
0: my plan is to have 10 nessas oh two in english one PSA, one regular. Uh-huh. And then n- the other eight are in the other eight languages that the Pokemon trading card game produces cards in.
1: Oh, that's cool. So you're just going to like get the whole array of Nessas ungraded and then one graded English.
0: Yeah. Very I'm going to cool. try to get a 10. I'm going to try to get a 10. And since now I have two Nessas, um, I, I, I'll take my chance of grading this one and see if it's a 10. And then if not, I'll just wait until the PSAs become more popular for Vivid Voltage. Yeah, give it like... Whenever that may be.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, those cards will start coming back in what, like April or May,
0: so... Yeah, well, hopefully <laughs> sooner rather than later, but... But you can start Anyways, saving up. Sean... Yeah. Did you get anything Pokemon related for Christmas?
1: I did. I got, I'm trying to remember and make sure I got, like. uh, um, I know one thing that you
0: got. Because you posted about it.
1: I tweeted about it. I got, well, I got one thing. One, I got one Champion's Path ETB, which I have ragged on Champion's Path as like, (laughs) and and like, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, you know, I would rather have a Champion's Path ETB than a rebel clash etb right if you're gonna get me an etb right now that's the one that i would get but yeah i got it from um some friends that i spent some time with just a couple of friends and um they are aware of pokemon kind of but they're not like deep into it so like when i unwrapped the gift i was like i can't believe you got this one in particular And apparently the store they went to only had one of the. They just had it and they had one left. And I was just like, well, cool.
0: I've seen a lot of people the last couple of days post about how they found a Champion's Path ETB like in the back, like behind like theme decks and stuff, you know, in stores and shelves. Okay. like so I think there's a lot of them right now. They're just like hiding. Well, and the prices of them out. The what? Oh, I was gonna say, and the prices of
1: them have also just kind of come down because of that too, right? Like,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're harder to find. I feel like, I mean, this time, this time especially, it's hard to find literally anything. You know, I've I've gotten a couple pictures of people that I know that live in California, and they're just like, they they sent me like pictures, and it's literally nothing. Like, there's no theme decks. There's no, there there's nothing. Yeah, it's just empty.
1: Well, I, I mean. I, yeah, that's all I got for Christmas, though, is just in terms of Pokemon. Now, I wasn't really asking for a lot of Pokemon anyways, so that was fine. I actually
0: wasn't either. I I didn't expect my family to get me any Pokemon cards. Usually, like, video games and things like that, my parents have always been like, you know, you can get that because they know they, that, like, once, or at least in the past, like, when things get old and new stuff comes out, like, what we would do is we would resell it. So they didn't like getting it getting it to us as gifts because they know that eventually we resell it. So I didn't expect them to do that. Especially because cards are really hard to find. And
1: I opened it. I did the
0: same thing you did,
1: though. Like I opened it, I didn't open it up on camera. I was like just Mm -hmm. with my friends. My friends know that I do videos sometimes. They're like, you don't want to do it on a video? And I'm like, no, I've just I've done plenty of Champions Path on videos and been disappointed enough. I just wanted to open this with all of you.
0: It's just better to do with friends, in my opinion. Yeah, it's family. it's
1: nice. There's no there's no weird. I don't know. It's just sometimes there's like some weirdness around doing it in a video where you're like, no, this is a gift. I want to open this. Well, so. in
0: a video, you're like, oh man, if I pull this, if I I gotta pull this, or I'll, and it'll be a big hit, you know. Whereas if you get like only hollow rares, you're like, well, how do I make this into a good video? <laughs> right? Yeah, like what did I did I do things leading up to it that made it a good video? Yeah. So but anyways, you you I I keep interrupting no, you to say I, what you got in it. I mean, look, I, I got it was a good box. I
1: got, I think, four it's hits. A good box. Yeah, it was it was a good Champions Path ETB just from a pure ratio. I got four V's out of it, uh, one of which was a full art Galarian Casola. But the main, the heavy hitter, was a shiny Charizard V. So Sean now has <laughs>
0: two shiny I Charizard V's,
1: but one of which was pulled so i got one legit um but yeah that was that was pretty awesome i was like telling i was telling my friends who got it for me because i didn't even open the pack and this mm-hmm. is the funny thing last year for hidden fates i i got i say i i pulled a charizard gx a shiny charizard gx too but i didn't film it and i didn't open the pack that pulled it my partner did and this year, mm. I didn't film it, and I didn't open the pack. The person who got the set for me did. So, I apparently
0: I am an anti magnet for Charizards. So, well, Sean, <laughs> you still do get Charizards. You have more than yes. I do. Yes, this is true.
1: And and look, I the Charizard is still mine, but I just know now that if I want to make those good pulls, I need to have someone else open the packs with me. So, Shining Fates.
0: You are going to see a lot of other people, (laughs) you know, honestly, like this is this is hot take. I, I would I hate pulling great, awesome cards like on YouTube, like Twitch chat and like with other people like around me. So like Twitch chat, It's 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 different because like it's live with other people, you know, people see it and stuff. But like, you know, I've done videos of opening stuff, but. It just feels so much better to do it like whether that's off camera, like with my brother or something, or like with Twitch chat rather than like recording for a YouTube video. Cause when you're recording for a YouTube video, it's just like, it's basically just you. Yeah. Whereas like my brother, when he pulled the gold side, he was like, he was like, I don't know what this is, but oh, it's gold. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Like with a video, it's
1: like, it's just you having to react and it's like cool. And then, Maybe somebody in the comments will think it's cool, but unless you're Max Mofo or like Leonhart or whatever, Unlisted Leaf, you know, to be honest, it's not even like enough people are watching these to be that excited about when you post it. So yeah, Twitch chat, having 40 people or whatever, 20 to 40 people that are hyped about what you're pulling is way better than having like 100 people in the views and like five of them write a comment.
0: Even if it's just like one person that's watching you, right? Just like experiencing yeah. that with someone else in real time. Like yeah. that's, what, that's what I think is like, that's the serotonin that runs through my brain, you know?
1: So when are you starting your live break channel?
0: <laughs> oh God! I need a Sean. I need a loan. <laughs>
1: you need, you need a business loan. Graduate college and then and then get get your master's right, and then just go get a business loan for a pack for a live break
0: <laughs> operation. I mean, I, it would be business technically. One hundred
1: percent, it would. I mean, literally, what you're doing is you're it's a it's a an alternate distribution model. That's literally all it is an alternate e-com distribution model. Um, and actually, I. So you know i uh, you know I do marketing and, and, and business in many ways as my day job, and you know, I've talked with people about how you know live breaks are in many ways, I think the future of um, a future, I should say, of card game sales. Now, the volume will never be like Pokemon will never see volume by that because it is just so hands on to. Open cards like that, so they'll always get more volume from just selling to Walmart. But I think that every online store now that's in, that's not Walmart or Target, I just don't see why they don't do live breaks because you get exposure nationally, internationally for your company, and you can, you know, probably sell more products per minute or per hour than you would having it on a store shelf. Now, again, your business may not be suited for that. I mean, that may not be your interest either, but I do think live breaks is like if you're not Walmart or Target you, or, or TCG player, right? You should probably mm-hmm. just do live breaks. It's like a, it's interesting. News update. Um, as we said earlier in the video uh, f- podcast, good Lord, um, we recorded it early on Sunday and literally 30 minutes after recording it, Limitless announced that they would be banning ADP from their January Limitless Series events. So it was big enough news that, uh, you know, we wanted to cover it. Uh, so breaking in here, just me, Sean, all alone to tell you this news. Uh, what do I think of this news? Well, personally, I like it. Uh, I think that if you're going to have a community-run tournament, you know, online tournament structure, um, then that gives you the freedom that TPCI maybe doesn't have, you know, um, to make decisions like this. Uh, now I will say, like, who, who will we'll see if it really makes a difference if it really affects the format. But I think that it's worth actually testing that out to a degree that goes beyond a single tournament, right? Um, yeah, that that that's basically just my my thoughts on it. Maybe we'll get into it more over the next few weeks as we see results from these events. Um, but I will say also, uh, Hexter and Chill TCG are going to continue allowing ADP uh, for also very legitimate reasons. They, their events are designed to mirror what the actual like, IRL competitive world would be like with all of TPCI's rules and bans. So, you know, different, uh, different perspective, which is uh, equally valid. Um, but like I said, personally, I like the experimentation, but that is going to be it for this quick little news break. We'll get you back to whatever me and Jake were talking about or transitioning into
0: poorly. All right. You know what is interesting though, Sean? Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. TPCI and Pokemon announcing a new errata in English. But guess what, Sean? You may think, oh my God, they're eroding ADP. Oh my god, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Psych? It's a <laughs> Cinderace. There is a Cinderace card, Sword and Shield from Cinder or Cinderace Sword and Shield number 36 was misprinted. The errata says its retreat cost should be 2 instead of 1 to match the original Japanese card that came out in the I believe it's the Japanese gym it's like they have this like special like gym series. I feel like it's like local league for yes. us. Yes, it's like their league
1: challenge the promos, I think.
0: Yeah, but they, the gym card has a Cinderace with two retreat costs. It's the same exact card, same exact art. All that's different is it's in English or whatever language it's in. It's got the yellow border, and there's a no stamp. But it's got one retreat cost. And Pokemon thought... That it would be also important for this card to change. The the meta impacting <laughs> BDIF Cinderace with three energy, 160, flip a coin if tails, discard two energy from this Pokemon. Stage two, two 170 HP. I, I, I am so confused. I mean, look. Why are we reporting on this? Why is Pokebeach reporting on this? What, why is anybody reporting on this? This well, is I mean, literally look, like it, pointless information. I will say, like, it is an errata of a card that
1: is legal and standard. So in and of itself, that is technically news, right? Like, but Pokemon like, wants people to cover these things so people know. But it, for me, it kind of feels like, why are we making this errata? <laughs> it feels like a housekeeping thing to just make sure that, just in case. I don't. It's.
0: it's How it's long absolutely, has this card been out? That's the thing, right? It's been out for like 10 months now. And guess what? In August, Welder's gone. So, the, like, fire decks hurt so much. Yeah. And I, look,
1: there. I don't think there is like a, oh, this card is, you know, good enough that we need to errata it now. I think it's literally. It was just like some oversight and somebody was like wait a minute wait a minute guys i realized that the japanese card has two retreat
0: and the english card has one should we fix that and they're like gosh ah, <laughs> shit here we go again because this isn't the first time a english pokemon card has been printed with the wrong retreat cost meryl from ex sandstorm had a retreat cost or was had to be corrected to have a retreat cost of one it was initially printed as free retreat but that's see that free retreat is something
1: right people play pokemon on their deck sometimes that uh, you know and meryl is uh a uh, basic right um yeah i actually don't know i mean yeah, meryl's yeah, basic and azumarill the, a is, is, is a baby,
0: so, or is baby okay. or azurill is a baby pokemon
1: so a basic with free retreat like that actually is like that's a playability problem because like you could see a water deck being like oh, okay i'll run a one of meryl or two of or whatever to get a free pivoter in a specific deck, but this—it's a stage two. Nobody's running. I. It's so weird. It's. So I kind of want
0: to buy this card now. <laughs> the one retreat cost. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to buy the Merrill.
1: Oh, the uh, the free retreat. It's almost Merrill. like
0: it's almost like an error card now. I love Sean. I love like error cards and crimp cards, and. I mean, I'll be interested to see
1: if, if uh the cards were ever reprinted with the correction. That, for me, um, did they ever reprint Merrill? And will they ever, like, are the new printings of Sword and Shield, because you know there's going to be more printings of those cards at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, will they have the corrected retreat cards? Cause then, then I could see it being like, okay, do you buy the error? Or, or is this like the Blaine's Charizard, where the corrected one is the one that's actually valuable because there's far fewer of it?
0: Well, they definitely they did that with Meryl in terms of they the initial prints had it as a free retreat, while future prints were corrected to have a retreat cost of one. Ah. But um back then they didn't really have erratas. They back then Pokemon ruled the cards should be played as printed, which was one of the last cards to receive such a ruling. Now TPCI expects players to ignore errors and play the cards as intended. Mm. This is coming from Pokey Beach, by the way. We are getting this information from. I need to get better at the start. I'm trying, Sean. That's just one of my New Year's resolutions. Everybody
1: out there, just assume all of our news comes from Pokey Beach because they're they're the goats.
0: Most of <laughs> it. I like Pokey Guardian too. That's, That's a true. really good site. Well, but uh, anyway, Sean, you know what else is a really good site? Uh, what else, Jake? PlayLimitless.TC. I, I'll say this every week. It's one of the best <laughs> Pokemon info resources sites that we have available to us as of right now and pokemon should honestly hire the limitless team for full-time work truthfully
1: i mean we've talked about There's,
0: this yeah also I mean, did you know just that good
1: did you know that limitless connor just to shout out i saw on twitter that he is he he now has a a, a job doing video and stream work for card market over in europe so like i, think I did
0: see that yeah so i think i did see that
1: Connor, if you somehow listen to this or you know word of mouth that gets to you, shout out to you for uh, for landing that that gig.
0: Kudos to you. You have a job and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sean, the three thousand dollar cash GG Tour Chill TCG Cup number two has gone on, and at the time of this recording, it has concluded. Sean Peekaram yeah. was the winning deck Legendary. Legendary. Sure. Legend of Ray. Sure how the how <laughs> you say the name, but ended up beating Blowns in the final baby Blacephalon. And look at the deck list of the Picarom. It's pretty standard as a Picarom deck. It's playing two Mewtwo's, not necessarily one. So it gives a little bit of the half and half, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but three Bolton, two Pikaram, two Mewtwo, one Raichu Raichu. It's got your standard Crobat, two Dedenes, Coco Prism Star, uh, Energy Switch as well. So, not necessarily anything crazy. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I mean, place uh, four crushing hammers.
1: Oh, my God. So many ha- hammers, hammers everywhere. And, and,
0: and not, I don't know. <laughs> I will say, Sean, the top eight of this event, four Pikarams. Three blacephalons and one ADP. That's a very interesting top eight, in my opinion. Was it three blacephalons? I see. Yeah, it's so three. I'm on
1: the day two Swiss. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 yeah. Hold on. Actually, you might be right. I'm at combined. I'm at combined. Oh, yeah. Combined will be like combined total record. uh I think if you go to top cut, there's a top cut as well, like tab.
0: Ah, yes, it's still three Blacephalon.
1: Yes, you are correct. So we're three, ah. yeah, three blounds, four Pika and one ADPZ.
0: Man, it's like I was right. And Sean doubted me. You were me. right.
1: No, you were absolutely right. Sorry, I was looking at the day two Swiss. All these
0: different things I'm I was just in, like, just wrong, tell me. I was one. in the wrong place. I was in the wrong place. I just happened to coincidentally be right. So I'll <laughs> take that. I'll give you that. But yeah, still four pika ROMs, three blacephalons, one. Zashi and ADP going up. The finals ended up being Blacephalon and uh the the Pika that we had mentioned. The Blacephalon playing Reshazard. I know a couple people played the Resha- Reshiram and Charizard GX in the Blu Cephalon's list. I think it was I think Kobe, Thomas Brophy, and Cashman and Tate Whitesoul all yeah. came up to that conclusion. I think There's that one was in the there. group I saw. I don't have the tweet in front of me, so I apologize if y'all had nothing correlated. But I know there was a group with a lot of those names that thought of a list with the are that thought it was absolutely busted. But and um, I, I will look.
1: say that that makes sense because it actually is more of a throwback to um, Firebox era. Mm. Uh, because if you think about back to Firebox, like that's actually uh, my, the the only regional I ever played in was uh, Atlantic City, and in that deck, the night before I was on the fence about playing a reshiram and charizard in it and i landed on yes i should play this because 270 hp you know it's not quite the same now but it's still pretty pretty high and like sometimes that's what you need you just need a 270 hp mon that um, can hit for like yeah that 5, can hit 000. like a freight train
0: um yeah.
1: and so you know i i get it i you know i see i think that ad um i i'm not so like knowledgeable to say like it's definitely good in this meta because x y or z but it's not a crazy idea and i'm you know good on them for for bringing it back
0: i think it's pretty nice because you think about it you know you get a you get it they have the zigzagoons in the deck you get a zigzagoon ping on a pika rom boom your 230 can already knock out yeah um you get the you get six energies on it boom you can hit something for 300 you know, if you so choose to do it that way, even though Bolcephalon could read, because a lot of times I feel like the 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 way that Bolcephalon loses is it just can't get all the like it can't find all the energies.
1: Yeah, and it's actually interesting. I'm looking at this now. I'm looking at the list, and it seems like the replacement, at least in Kobe's list, there's no Heatran, and instead there's the Reshazard. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be the big difference, right? Is it's like just swapping out heatran for reshazard and maybe that's just like a like you know we're gonna swing with you know single prizers in the active um and the two prize math didn't work anymore uh, maybe that was the thing right and so it's like instead of hitting into them with another two prizer other than cramorant for game like late game
0: yeah well you think about you think about these pokemon like picaram and stuff they can hit 190 yeah i mean picaram has that gx uh, the raichu raichu can do it's gx and take you out you know in com- in comparison to where reshiram can tank those two hits
1: yeah that's a very good point point. and it can even like tank the um
0: 250 even, from like, boltund it can even tank boltund yeah yeah depending on like, like yeah two, how good it is hitting 270 that's what nine energies cuz nine energies on a boltund would be 280 it's like nine or
1: eight yeah it's something like that it's uh
0: it, I don't yeah, Either it's probably way, nine, yeah. 270 is more than 190 on a heat train. <laughs> yes, you know? yes, much more. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's just uh, as you were saying earlier, sometimes you just need that like big wall that just hits like a freight train, you know. Uh, we're and looking at the meta share Sean. Yes, yes. Guess what deck led the way? Uh, but just barely. But just it was barely, it was yes. ADPZ. It was ADPZ. Almost 17%, 16.98, had a 51% win rate. Picarum had one less person playing it. Or Picarum yeah. had one less person playing it compared to ADPZ. So just a hash under that. But had a better win rate, 52.7%. Kind of helps when you have uh, three or four. Four inside the top eight, you know? Then you got Zashian, Luke Metal, Eternatus, Bliss sent and Sentiscorch, rounding out that top five.
1: Yeah, I mean, I look at this, and I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, the Zacian ADP being at the top is not really surprising. Picaram having 44 players, I think, you know, if you'd shown somebody this two months ago, they would be like, whoa, because I think before Rom won Players Cup and, and a couple of tournaments before that, you'd see it maybe like 10 people at the beginning of Vivid Voltage. And now it's just, everybody is like, it's basically competing for best deck in format, you know, or probably is best deck in format, to be frank. Um, and then the crazy thing for me is the number of Blacephalons here is actually very high. I feel I feel like twenty two is like for me like it feels high, especially that it's higher than Centiscorch. So like Blacephalon being the preferred fire deck right now is pretty wild, and I don't understand. And please let please please let us know why Centiscorch has kind of fallen off a cliff like. Is it just not good, Jake? Jake, do you know? Uh, do you understand what has happened to Center Scorch that I, you know?
0: I have not understood. I don't think it's necessarily like not good. I don't. I don't believe that. I just think again, like the preferred welder deck right now is Basilodon, and why? Because look at these top five decks. Yeah, deck that focuses on three prizes and two prizes. Deck that focuses on three prizes and two prizes. Three prizes, two prizes. Three prizes, two prizes. Like it's a field day for Blacephalon. Like, why would you not play it? You know, if Galarian, Opstagoon, and Desidui were way more popular than they are. You know, only five people played Desiduians, and only two people played Desidui. Two people played Altaria. Like, obviously, Corps then would get more traction. If Like if Mad Party was more popular or Whimsicott, Whimsicott, we haven't even talked about Whimsicott. That deck has fallen off a cliff. (laughs) Whimsicott. Yeah. I'm like, I think that was the big, I think that was the big reason that, or I don't want to say like a big reason, but I think that plays a factor to why like more people are now playing Blacephalon because these one prizers are starting to fall off a little bit. And now that people have like, people are not afraid of Decidueye anymore. They're just not. And so you have these, you have Blacephalon just running through all of these decks. It can beat Centiskorch, it can beat Eternatus. it can beat Luke Metal, it can beat Peak. it can beat ADPZ. Like, there's just so much beefy people, like Blacephalon, to me, seems like a super great choice. You know, go through the entire tournament and not face anything other than a three prize deck. You know, there is a
1: deck that I'm seeing only one person played it. And they they went O2 drop, so you know, big sads on that front. But and maybe I don't think it has a bad Blacephalon matchup though, and that is Dragapult. The fact that only one person played Dragapult to me is actually a little surprising. I get it. It's like and it may simply be that the people who would have played a Dragapult are playing other decks, right? Like, those are the people who play. And 25 Eternatus isn't nothing. So uh, I can understand maybe the hesitation there. I don't know.
0: I think maybe if Dragapult did 160, we'd see a lot more people play it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. It just, 130 is just so lackluster. And then, it I is, mean, also. Look at the wanna, look at the
1: top decks, Picarum. 260. has only got a 260 hitter, right? 80 piece, Big just Charm. got 280.
0: Big yeah. Charm puts it at 270. Yeah, but I mean, you get 130, a uh, damage pain then you've got all these, well, you probably don't want to play Mewtwo against Dragapult. You don't want to play your Mewtwos. No. So just get one shot and then that's a bad time. But also, this is a Dragapult Lycanroc build. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people saying that I think it was it who was it toward the other day? You're just saying that like Lycanroc Dragapult is just it's clunky. Yeah, I would you agree know with just that. straight Dragapult is better. Somebody said t- I don't I actually don't know if it's Tord, so don't quote me on that. But somebody there's a couple people that I've heard the last couple of days just saying like regular Dragapult is better.
1: Yeah, I would look I would also agree that like Dragapult Lycanroc it feels, uh, it feels like a lot of work to remove a single energy guaranteed. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, look, just play Hammers. Like everybody else, just play Hammers and then, and then call it a day there. Because, you know, if you throw the rock in there, then you're like, well, how do I swing the eternities matchup? Well, then I have to play Aurora Energies for the rock, And like, yeah, maybe you can swing the matchup with that. But again, then I mean, you're the like at is, five like, or six or seven good. cards just for one matchup.
0: Look at these, look at these decks in the top five and think about the recovery that these top five decks have. Zashin ADP. Yeah, Metal saucer. They got Metal Saucers. Picaram, they've got the Tapu Coco. Zashin Luke Metal, also Metal Saucers. Eternatus is really like the only deck because Blacephalon and Cenoscorch fire have crystals. the Fire Crystals. This is top six, by the way. They've got Fire Crystals. So Eternatus is really like the only deck out of those top six. That has like any sort of not bring back energy, yeah. Right, if they're not playing the turbo patch, which I don't, I don't think that's a popular build at all. Yeah, I think so. It's like,
1: I think that's a good point, which is just like it seems like you're hard teching for your auto loss. (laughs) It's almost like, um, like to to my point, like, look, if you're really if you're worried, I think that it's fair to be worried with twenty five, almost ten percent of the field is eternatus. Okay, but ten percent of the field is eternatus. You are going to play how many rounds in day one? Nine rounds, right? Which means Mm -hmm. that you have a, you know, the probability is you might face one Eternatus matchup. So, like, do you really want to put six, seven cards in your deck for one, potentially one matchup if you get normal probability? If you get lucky, you dodge it all. And if you get unlucky, you hit a couple and then you just had a bad day.
0: <laughs> they played Luke Metal and ADP Z as their two losses. Yeah. And like, you know, look They it. just gussed up, they gussed up the Dedene. You know, they Mawile the Crobat, guss that up, game over for the ADP, and then the Luke Metal, you just you're doing like 30 damage yeah, every turn.
1: Luke Metal's pretty tough. Yeah. Uh,
0: and the metal goggles prevents the damage. And they just like they just put Zamazenta in front of you and you're like, well shit. Nah, you just gotta shred, man. Just shred all day. Yeah, and do zero, literally no, no, zero do, damage. You would do sixty unless you have tool scrapper. No, no,
1: shred. Shred goes through any effects on the opponent's Pokemon. You oh do yeah, 60. never
0: mind. That's right. So you're doing a flat 60 every time. But, but still, I mean that's like, still not that's enough, still right? You're getting, a, getting smacked yeah, with it's such an uphill battle.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and all the energy removal, yeah. Anywho. So
0: that's why like a lot of people are just saying, like, take out take out all that Lycanroc stuff and just try to make your deck faster. Yeah. Right? Because that's what the that's what the meta is. That's what all these things that's like why art is getting more popular if you look at like the the firebox mm, yes yeah. you know we're starting to see a rise of those again with like the two Reshiram Charizards, you got your vulcanians Cramp, double Torkoal, victini that type of thing those are becoming more and more popular a couple of them went nine and five yeah sean top 30 so like it is becoming i mean and you see that with like Senescorch and Blacephalon and also Welder Mewtwo being played a little bit you know that's a lot of places that play Giant Hearth so that helped you out a ton but
1: you're absolutely right I think it's like Firebox is one of those decks that I think you know there's definitely this opportunity for Firebox to do well and I think it just you know I wonder what the losses were on these nine and fives I'm gonna quickly look at that like these matches Um, Eternatus yeah I think Eternatus just slaps you Um, yeah Baby Blown's probably slaps you because you're up against another one prizer that volcano doesn't do enough. I feel like is
0: tough. Uh,
1: yeah, I think PikaRam. I guess if Picaram can get off the right kind of attacks at the right turn... I mean, PikaRam's just so good, so fair mm. enough.
0: But well, I, I mean, like, the the basis, you know, you have to get that ping from the Zigzagoon. Yes. First off, you have to get the ping, and that's assuming that also, like, you can get the Jirachi out of the active, or you could, like, you... It's like you have to have a lot of these different pieces that if you pop off, it goes really, really well. But yeah, not not that. Yeah. You know, nothing else. But but also then like the paralysis. Like, how do you hit the paralysis? You have to have six energies. Good luck <laughs> living that long. And then yeah. to knock out a Bolton. Bolton has how much HP?
1: Uh, two hundred. You could just do three yeah. energy.
0: Yeah, but that's the GX. And so then you can't then you have to definitely two shot the choo choo. Uh
1: yeah, yeah. You're you're definitely you're not gonna get three pings on a choo choo.
0: Unless um, you come in with Heatran.
1: No, but then you've already used have your have GX.
0: Seven six?
1: Six. It would be six, six, but you could do five with one ping. Like I think you can make the math work for you. Um and I think, you know, I, I look, I don't know, I don't I don't play this deck regularly, but I don't know. I think this deck's got some... It's got some things in it. I think... Um, it's got way less energies than when Tord played it. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't have the Victini. You don't got the... Uh, yeah, I know. The man. the n- Losing the Victini, I think, is really the biggest thing that it man, lost. Man, that card
0: was so sweet.
1: That car was gas. That was so good. Um, but I'm sure, as as a as a fire, former Firebox player myself, um, I also don't miss having an opening hand that has like six energy in it and you're just like what the hell, what do i do with this trash
0: where's my welder <laughs> right i have nothing but energy great uh but yeah it was a really cool event um little dark fury and azul commentated it again so shout outs to chill for having them on again a great pair in my opinion great duo it's very casual it's very relatable and i can understand like what they're talking about in terms of casters and it feels like there's a lot of Really great information in there. Not taken away from Pokemon's casters. I think it's pretty good. But oh, uh, I feel yeah. like there's a lot more opportunity to go in depth for like Azul and, and LDF because it's it's not necessarily just the casual audience, I guess.
1: Yeah, that, that was. The, for so friends. for everybody out there, that was basically the main event we wanted to cover. You know, you got 200 plus people going, going after $3,000. I think that's pretty um, exemplary of the meta.
0: Sean, going on to some, I guess, talking about the future. Yeah. Adjust your expectations. This is off PokeBeach.com. Pokemon TCG shortages will continue into 2021. So if you haven't noticed or gone to the store in the last several months, Pokemon stuff is pretty hard to find for the most part, especially when you talk about the holidays right now. Pokemon's tough. Yeah. TPCI just announced to their distributors, Shining Fates will be printed in Waves. Hinted the same release method for Champions Path back in October with the tweet that we covered this tweet that players can accept. Exche- uh, uh, they can accept more <laughs> shipments from yes. the product. They can expect more shipments. Yeah, I know. I'm, man, I'm getting old. Yeah, it's um, a shot in cottonry. Up to that point, it was the only public acknowledgement that Pokemon that something unusual was occurring with their releases. Now in a pandemic, you know, it, it it makes sense that they do it in waves, right? You know, you can't have as many people in the factories. Factories can't go on as much. So you print less products. So having it in waves is kind of nice, to be honest. Magic the Gathering also publicly announced in September that products would be printed in waves as well. So this isn't just exclusive to Pokemon. This is like trading card games around, you know?
1: Yeah. I, the one, I think there's one drawback from the printing in waves. And this is mostly just a social problem, which is I, I used to, you know, uh, maybe I'm crazy, but Verbank city used to be a place of actual information. And, you know, uh, it How was long never long the best. What are we talking about? <laughs> I was like, maybe it, maybe it was never the best, but, Generally speaking, there was like, you know, you had the one time of year when the special set released and everybody would just post whenever things would be available in a store like, oh my gosh, look at this store and I clean them out, whatever. And that was hidden fates for like two, two plus months. and Then it ended and then you went back to your, your regularly scheduled trolling. But now it's like 60 to 70% of all of Verbank is still champion's path what you're finding in stores and i'm like i am just so over seeing pictures of people's walmarts and targets either empty with the shelf with stuff or full of stuff that they're like you know that they're about to buy everything and you're just like okay i don't need to see it i don't need to don't show me the person you're about to murder just do it or don't (laughs) you know (laughs) like
0: i don't care um, A lot of this has to do, Sean, with the uh, home printing plants for Magic and Pokemon. They're located in Texas and North Carolina, mm-hmm. and th- those two places are pretty hard hit by COVID lockdown orders, forcing the power plants shut down for ninety days because the power plants they're not considered essential businesses, you yeah. know. And along with all the all the different people opening up, you know, you talk about Logan Paul. Um, you talk about logic, you talk about everybody that started hosting breaks lately, a drive, mystic throwing all these Pokemon people into stores now becoming it's becoming the cool thing to do to get Pokemon cards now. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. It's so it's it's become the new or it's become a hobby again, I guess I should say, for like everybody. Like, we'll start seeing kids at school bring their pokemon cards (laughs) and just like the old days you know getting gypped on trades because they think that one card is worth 50 people staying at home obviously collecting in general has gone up i think funko pops has been seeing this a lot too Mm -hmm. with prices on those i think those have also got up don't quote me on that but when they resumed production they not only had to catch up with their backlog but needed to get ready for future releases obviously Supply and demand, if you know anything about that, that's kind of a problem. And uh, this isn't a sure thing, but that's a huge reason we think of why Pokemon has shifted the release dates for summer 2020 or through 2021. You know, like the the battle style set coming out in March a little bit later than usual usually we get them in february yeah that's an interesting one because but also the 25th anniversary has to play with that right you have shining
1: fates which is like a whole extra set basically which comes Mm -hmm. out like uh, maybe they would have released that in january who knows uh but that's in february so that kind of like you can't release you're not you know you're pokemon's not going to release a product on top of another release like you're going to spread them out somewhat
0: yeah, that's just not good marketing. But right. also, if you remember, last week, I think we talked about the staff promos are yeah. not being printed for the foreseeable future. So that that's like another thing, you know, that can kind of lead to that conclusion. You know, but do you know Danny Phantom? I do. So, I do know Danny. I send him my bulk in <laughs> the Coliseum with Papa Blastoise.
1: Yeah, so any of you out there who somehow don't know Danny, he, he actually used to be the owner uh, of uh, DDG, Dead Draw Gaming, and he runs, you know, uh, is it the Pokemon Coliseum? Is the name of the store?
0: Yes, that's the name of their new store. Just opened up very recently. And he's got a
1: YouTube channel. And I actually watched an interesting video of him, of his, kind of about this shortages. And he made a really good point, which is um, part of the reason that things are going to come out in waves and why, you know, and why this is affecting not just the new set, but all of the other sets that normally would be available is you think about these printers they're going to be running at you know a limited capacity because there's fewer people to oversee them and whatever so because there's like maybe at 50% or 25% or whatever capacity they are going to try to run the same sheet for as long as possible so like what that means is they will do for like a week let's say I don't know the numbers let's say they'll spend a whole week just doing vivid voltage and that means they're not doing any other sets for that whole week. And you still got to cut the cards and box everything and whatever, which means that you rarely are going to have multiple types of sets coming into stores at the same time. And so that creates its problem of like in stores, there may only ever be like one or two sets at any given time. So you will get, you know, and they're going to prioritize the new stuff. So shining fates and battle style. So, all of the stuff that you know people were hoping is getting reprinted which it will it's getting reprinted between vivid voltage and shining fates but then you'll get like you know if there was any unified minds or cosmic eclipse or whatever as well as the vivid voltage then you won't get any more of that product until probably april or may when they're done with their battle styles run so like they just can't print it in conjunction with other sets anymore and so, like, you're only ever going to see maybe two sets at a time at your game stores and and at shelves, just because that's how the printers work. And that was just an interesting thing that um uh, that Danny mentioned is like you know taking and changing out the sets that you're printing takes time, and so there's no reason to like swap them out more often than you need to.
0: No, yeah, I mean, Danny is a really good mind, and I I very much value his opinion when it comes to like. No, like a lot of times when I, I think I've said a couple of times on the podcast when like things are going to be reprinted, like a lot of that information comes from Danny and like his Instagram or his YouTube and things like that. Um, so I usually say like I got that information from him. But anyways, the situation I do want to say, I don't know how many European listeners we have, but. It's going to be worse for y'all over in Europe because they're printed at our power plants over here in the The States at
1: our printing and then they're shipped
0: overseas. (laughs) So largely allocated to big box retailers. Not much is going to go to the hobby shops to order. So for recent sets, some products were never available to hobby shops because they were never allocated or because they were allocated to retail change. So, the, I'm sorry for everyone who lives in Europe. the, I wish uh,
1: the Ultra Prism three pack boxes are an example of that.
0: They never made it across the ocean. They never made it to or hobby no, they stores. they did, but never to the hobby shops. Yeah, it's just going to be terrible. I mean, once, I mean, the vaccine um, was approved. The other, I mean, it's yeah. gone out in Europe, it's, isn't it? The well, vaccine. I mean, the, the vaccine is are out in America.
1: Yeah, the vaccine is rolling out in America, but it's going to healthcare workers. It's going to
0: yeah, healthcare workers first, of course. Yes, that's
1: and politicians including some who uh, maintained that this was a hoax. But you know what? That's political.
0: <laughs> tomato tomato.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying the the the, the hypocrisy. But anyways. I'm not saying you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying we don't want to open up the politics game oh, Um but anyways, just be patient. Everybody just know that trying to people are trying to keep the world safe and um things will come eventually just continue to be patient but sean i know you're impatient
1: when uh, it comes <laughs> to ending
0: 2020 yeah Have you thought about your new year's pokey resolutions
1: yeah so this was something that yeah i wanted to i, I think that accountability of your resolutions is important so Jake, I, I want I want you to be my accountability buddy All right. for, for some New Year's resolutions. I want resolutions. you to
0: know that I hate the term resolution New Year's resolution. Okay, my
1: my New Year's goal, whatever. Yes, I yeah. like
0: goals better. So, way better.
1: So my New Year's goals are, and and you know, I'm gonna stick to things that are not about like, you know, you could say I want to win a tournament, which is like that's that's great. That's a great goal to have. But I don't want to put myself in a situation where I feel like I failed even if I tried, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, doing things that I can control kind of on my own. Um,
0: That's why I like goals more than resolutions. Because resolutions, one, it implies the old, like, oh, I do it for two weeks and then I stop doing it. (laughs) Um, But also, resolutions are, like, they have to happen.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Whereas, like, it's okay to fail right if I if I say I want to win a league cup right and that's my new year's resolution you know if I fail I I would consider that like a bad thing right as as like a goal you know a goal you provide steps towards it you provide like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and then through there you can realize like hey I might not have won a league cup but I did become a better player yeah that's true that's true so, I have I've done a lot of stuff over the last several years with goals with like the NCA and things like that so I'm am I'm a big goals person okay. very goal oriented.
1: Well well you can be my pokey goals accountability, accountability I will reading. definitely
0: be your pokey goals and it's in uh it's on the internet as yes. when this recording comes out. So ha, 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 ha.
1: So that that's the thing right like putting it into words is important. So um for me I think there are like there's one goal that's a little bit more vague and this is not how corporations will tell you to write goals, but whatever. Um, I want to find a clear, like, um, articulation of what my, uh, the content I make on YouTube. That's what I want. Like, you know, everybody on YouTube, and this is not a knock on anybody. I think some people are just really good at this. And so they should do this. But, you know, I follow a ton of Poketubers. Um, for the Pokemon TCG in particular. And, you know, you notice a trend among all of them, which is deck does well. Every Pokétuber has deck profile. And, um, you know, there's a few that sort of kick that trend a little bit in various ways. Uh, But generally speaking, it's like deck profile and PTCGO gameplay make up 80 to 90% of people's content. And while I am not going to say I will stop doing that, I think I want to find a, an angle that for me doesn't feel like I I'm doing it because it's what everyone else is doing and it's something that I actually want to do. It's always a struggle with I think every YouTuber has this to be honest. Like it's not that I want to be original. I just want to find the thing that really fits like yeah, that's the thing that I am doing that like that that's a me thing and
0: not a just your niche. Yeah,
1: niche or or just kind of like the thing that I'm doing because it genuinely is what I want to do rather than being a thing that is what people do because it is just naturally popular, which is not a bad thing, but like, you know, I'm happy to do popular things too uh, if I really like it. So just sort of finding a, a description or a definition of what my YouTube channel is. And then that's my Pokemon one. And then my I have another channel that does other stuff and I've got... I've got a really cool idea uh, that I want to I come to life where I dive deep into um, dead card games. And the very first one I'm going to do, and I don't mind telling people this because good luck to anybody else out there who, who wants to steal this idea because you need to find an expert on the game and people who have enough cards, which haha, it's going to be, uh, do you know Highlander? No. Never
0: heard of it before in my life.
1: There's an old movie from the 80s and a TV show from the early 90s called Highlander. It's kind of cheesy, if I'm honest, but they made a card game in the early 90s. It was from that first wave of post-Magic the Gathering card games. And um, it's a pretty wild-looking card game. It's very weird. And it had a very dedicated niche following in the mid-90s and early 2000s. But it's basically a dead game. No cards have been printed for it really for the past fifteen to twenty years.
0: When um, when you said nineteen eighties, I was like, go fish. No, 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 no. Like the movie is in the nineteen eighties. The card game is from the early nineties.
1: Oh but, boy. But that's a that's a cool one,
0: actually. And so Way like, better than what I have, to be honest.
1: But I mean, that's a thing I've been thinking. So I'm gonna do that. And I've got a few other card games that I need to like find people that are experts in, but doing like big series of dead card games and some of my inspiration for that are like people like Jay Witz and um, there's another.
0: Oh yeah. Jay Witz is really good, so good. Especially when it comes to like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. Yes. So like Jay he's, Witz. he's talked about like the old Yu-Gi-Oh games and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the, uh, the motorcycle racing Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my God. That video is so funny. <laughs> so I that's, that one. that's a little bit of my inspiration. I
1: want to, I want to do that because I think expanding my knowledge base of car game and, and thus, Game design and the history of that is fascinating to me. So I've spoken enough. Cool.
0: A lot of... So I'm in this complicated position to where... Because I'm, I've been open about this. I work in college sports. And especially at the non-TV, big-time D1 level, um, a lot of the fall sports for institutions got moved to the spring. So not only... Does my institution have spring sports happening next semester? But I also have the fall sports that got moved. Plus, our winter teams are usually pretty good. So there's going to be a time where I have winter championships with both fall and spring sports all happening at the same time. I am not going to be playing the card game a lot this uh, next six months just because like I, I can't the Metapod is as much as I can to like, keep up with like news that's happening, the meta things like that. Just because like I, I, even though I bag on grad school, you know, I have these goals, finish out my degree, finish out this season, you know, my job that I got hired to do. Um, But I still want to create content, but the content will be based more on like having fun. Like I have been for the last month in Pokemon of like, the video games, you know, doing these like fun little runs stuff that doesn't necessarily take a lot of time outside of stream, which is why, like, I haven't done like deck profiles for the last couple of weeks because you know, I just, yeah, I'm not going to have time. time. I'm not going to have time to create like unique content because they take, you know, Sean, unique content takes a while, like getting yeah. a deck profile and then making a video on it. stuff.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's a it's it's a whole lot of like extra work that isn't when you're making the stream, like right. So yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, I've been playing just about every day since I've stopped kind of playing it on stream and doing deck profiles and stuff. I've been, I mean, I've been playing for it. I watch streams, I watch tournaments, I look at results. Like I'm still like keeping up with it. I still love it. I love the Pokemon trading card game. It's brought me a lot of wonderful things. Um, but I guess like my pokey goals are, I mean, a lot of them are geared towards, a lot of them are geared towards, uh, growing like Twitch and YouTube and stuff. And I have a wonderful chart that my friend Jacob made. Um, they made like a template goal sheet. Um, and so like, I, I'm changing up a little bit of my content. You know, I have like these new things. Like I just bought a ring light the other day, Sean. I will oh, have I a second light.
1: I saw the reflection in your glasses. Very fancy. Yeah,
0: I also, I also want to get contacts again so that I don't have that reflection. <laughs> um, but that's not necessarily a goal. That's just me going back to what I going used to back have to the but, eye doctor. <laughs> but yeah, I need to. I need to go back to the eye doctor here soon in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the. I don't really have anything related to the trading card game. That's I fine. I guess That's... my I guess like my goal would be like to stay up to date to an extent and not like cuz I do want to like I will maybe every once in a while like I'll I'll do a tournament and I'll stream it and that'll be like our that'll be like a cool Saturday stream if I ever get a Saturday. Yeah. Jeez. But like it's my 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 real like big overarching goal is to not lose my mind or fail because sports are gonna be the death of me. <laughs> like I I literally I looked at um there's a Pokemon like day Kanto day or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um that I looked up on stream because the news broke while we were streaming and so we looked at it and took a and analyzed it and like oh is this cool like is this worth it like um there's a day where i have three personally because we're assigned sports our department like assigned sports to the people as the main person to control all content for it i have three sports competing at home in one day and then i have two on the road just on one saturday so that's five things that I need to keep track of cover. So like that day specifically, that's like a day that I'm going to blow up. So yeah. like my goal is to not lose my mind on those days.
1: I think your goal. Yeah. you. This is a very big year for you beyond Pokemon, which is like you're graduating with your graduate, master's degree.
0: I'm going to realize in June that I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I don't know <laughs> where I'm going to go. I mean, you know, welcome to, uh, to the realization
1: everyone leaving college has. And it, it'll last, I, I don't know, I guess it lasts different amounts of times. But to let you know, uh, just my perspective, I had a solid, uh, what was it, three years after I graduated where I didn't know what I was doing with my life. And it all worked out. And I had a wonderful time. All three of those years were amazing. So
0: My hardest thing is like, I, regardless of what my parents think I should do, I want to do like video editing. So I want to like, I want to like help people. I want to create videos for people, things like that. Cause that's, it's so free, not necessarily free as in like, oh, it's easy. It's blah, blah, blah. But like, I get to be me. Like I get to have my mark on it. I get to have my influence. Whereas in a like college sports department, I have to have a boss. You know, I have to have a boss that tells me like, you got to make sure you write it like this, or you got to make sure you do it like this. And it's not necessarily my style. Yeah. And so, like, that's why I want to go to video editing because it's like not only do I get to enjoy like gaming, which has been a huge influence in my life, but I also get to leave my mark on it. It's not just my name at the top. You know, it's, it's, if somebody were to watch like a YouTube video that I made for Steve Pokemon Cast, they could be like, this feels like Jake. You know, that's what I love. That's what I want to do. Um, I just got to figure out one. The The hardest part is like during this time where people would usually like beef up their resume and stuff like that. You know, because then in June, I will start getting like more. Um, partners to work with. Um, I cannot. <laughs> I can't um do that because of all these sports that are going on. Right? yeah you have it's, it's turned into a Jake has a problem Sean fixed well, said problem no
1: I mean you podcast. have a you have a completely separate job that has no relationship with video editing right and it's not like yeah there's there's no um you know what do you call it uh there's no synergy between those two for you yeah but,
0: it's not like it's not like um it's not like I'm a regular grad student that like has classes and you know is going to get this job that they can do on the outside. It's going to be, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be tough for me in 2021 to create content, which is why I'm like changing it up a lot. It's going to be tough for me to do the Metapod. Not going to lie. I mean,
1: you know what? We will, we'll be here for each other. I will, we will flex our schedules as needed to all the Mm -hmm. listeners out there. And, and you know what? There may be some weeks that, uh, that it doesn't happen. And then that's just going to have to be a thing that, uh, that you understand. But, You know, I think Jake getting getting through the first half of this next year. I just gotta get
0: through like June. Once June happens and I'm cut free, like, oh my God, I'm going in. I'm going like, man, I'm I'm going balls deep. I'm I'm
1: psyched for you. Honestly, I think it's gonna be amazing for you to have that freedom.
0: I'm so ready to get out of here.
1: Well, do we want to for the reviews this week, Jake? I think I wanna ask other people to You know what, if you want the Metapod to be a bit of your accountability buddy, um, you know, leave a review with whatever your goals are for twenty twenty one. I know twenty twenty, you probably had goals, but then they all got, you know
0: (laughs) everybody had goals that were cut.
1: I had goals, but but then twenty twenty. Um but twenty twenty one, what what are your goals for this year? Write a review, tell us what your goals are, and putting it down, even if Even if, you know, we don't, you know, uh, talk to you directly about them, you feel free to tweet at us, but um, write it down because, you know, writing it down is shown psychologically to have a very big effect on whether or not you achieve those things. So Mm -hmm. I would write it
0: down, post it somewhere. Also, with your goals, this is something that I personally think you should do. Write your goals down and then under it, write down how you're going to complete your goals right? It's it's something for me to say, like, I'm going to get my degree. But it's another thing to say, like, study for your exams more. Don't wait until the day before to do your project, right? Like, like, write down how you're going to do it. Just don't write down to do it.
1: Yeah. And now this is an advice podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually, like, I, I actually do a lot of stuff for the NCAA. And one of those things is like, teaching specifically like NCAA athletes, like how to become like working citizens almost like because a lot of them like college athletics is a full-time job and so like a lot of them can't go get like a job or something like beef up their resume and then they come out of college and they're like shit there's nothing on my resume besides i was student athlete yeah and that doesn't sit well it's becoming better it's becoming easier and easier to like be able to have that and do well but they're still like it's like tattoos in the in the in the office it's not 100% 100% popular yet but well, I'll get off that rant.
1: No, no it's, you're right it's tough because like you know you spend your whole life and your whole career you almost like at the age of 22 you've already had a career and that's sports but it's like you're, you've you all of a sudden had forced retirement for your career for many of these athletes and yeah. like that's a weird thing to have happen when you're 22.
0: point. of student athletes will not become or will become professional in something other than sports.
1: Well, uh, hopefully 2021 is looking up for, for all folks and, uh, and, and let us know what your goals are and write to Jake's point, write down what, what you can do to actually help you get there. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed for all you fingers crossed for you, Jake, as well for the, the first six months of 2021.
0: Shout outs to it's super effective Pokemon podcast. I was as, Woo. as this uh, recording comes out as our episode comes out, the episode that I am on for them will be there. It's the podcast that um, I've been listening to for years. And it was actually the first podcast that I ever listened to fun fact. Wow. And, uh, for, for Steve, the PK cast on like Twitter and Twitch and, all that stuff, a good buddy of mine, I edit videos for him and one of their co one of their hosts were out. And so I, I filled in, asked me if I wanted to fill in and I was like, yeah, sure. I think he kno- he knows about the Metapod. He follows us on Twitter, by the way, Sean. I don't know if you. Oh, ooh, nice. Um, I don't know if he listens but he knows that I do podcasting stuff. He knows I, he knows I do a lot of things. But well, and all of the it's a really cool episode. All, Highly encouraged. all it's of the listeners of, of that uh,
1: the Pokemon cast. Now maybe maybe they'll know about Metapod too. So that's some some good marketing, Jake. Good job. Good job. I mean, if you if you
0: love like not just the Pokemon trading card game, but you love like uh like uh like the video games, you love Masters, you love Pokemon Go, Sword and Shield, like literally anything pokemon related like they're it's a really good podcast to listen to i think it's the number one pokemon podcast yeah it to might, my knowledge it
1: it's super popular so it's uh, been going
0: on for 10 years and if so. you
1: so if you love jake too you can have a little bit more jake this week
0: yeah go check them out and then give us a five-star review <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> all right uh, that's gonna do it for me this is gonna be uh just maybe a very simple wrap-up very nice very smooth yeah
0: You know what, Sean? I don't know if anybody's told you this, but you look good today. I don't know if it's something you did with your hair, but or something
1: I didn't do with my hair, Jake.
0: Hey, you (laughs) look good today, Sean. And you know what, viewers or listeners or oh gosh, now
1: we've gone completely off the rails. Bye, everybody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bye.